0: Welcome to episode 30 of the WhatNots Review Show, where each week we pick a brand new story to talk about. It could be, be a comic book, could be a movie, could be a manga, could be something else. We read it, we watch it, we do what we have to do, we come back here and talk about it. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, Kyle. How have you been this past week? I've
0: been good overall today was weird it feels like saturday for me oh uh i i texted you first thing mm-hmm. when i woke up i was like hey can we record a little <laughs> bit later today um i, I might my, my it was just one of those days oh sweet we can we can hear both of us that's fantastic Awesome. um but yeah it, it felt like saturday because my my head was just in a fog this morning and i had planned on like recording with you first thing this morning and then going to to the grocery store and just coming home and not having to do shit the mm-hmm. entire day uh and then that kind of got messed up i was like i don't feel too good this is weird mm. i don't know i'm i'm fine but it, it was just one of those things it's like okay well now my day's messed up i'm sleeping in a little bit more and then i went to the store and then had to do you know so mm-hmm. Oh well, who knows? You just got back from a birthday
1: party. Yes, my niece is two years old.
0: Terrible twos.
1: <laughs> she's good so far. She, they got her this little set of like wooden cupcakes, where it's like a cake base and then like a little frosting topper you like click onto it. Okay. And so she's walking around giving everybody a cupcake. And I gave her this bouquet of just like silk flowers from the craft store for her to play with and she's walking around just making everybody smell it oh she's (laughs) sweet i i hope she stays that sweet i hope that the terrible cliche the terrible twos is just like an old wives tale like it's a cliche and it's not like it's a prophecy it's it's a fact like taxes
0: (sighs) yeah taxes stink (laughs) no one likes them
1: no
0: um what book are we talking about this week? Dororo. Yes, it's a manga. This was your first manga by Osamu Tez- Tezuka. Uh-huh. Uh huh. L- why did you pick this one of the the three that I I had p- p- pitched last time?
1: I've always been familiar with Osamu Tezuka. Generally, it's just like oh, one of the big Godfathers of anime and manga, and this major influential creator. And I've seen Metropolis a couple times, but other okay. than that, I'm just familiar with his stuff in passing. It's like it's about time I like, really have some more first-hand experience with something he directly worked on. I mean, I think, I don't know when he died. I don't know if Metropolis was like, something he worked on or something that was produced from his materials after his death. I don't, I don't know where the timelines match up, but mm-hmm. like, let's read something from his prime that he like drew with his own hand. It sounded like a good idea.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not actually familiar when this was in his career. This, if this was like early career. Yeah, or... I
1: read up on this a little bit. This ran from 1966 to 1969.
0: It did, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of crazy to think about because some of the stuff he's doing in this book is really fascinating that I don't see in Western comics until much li- li- later on. Yeah. Um there there's one thing off the top of my my head that i'll just mention real fast at the at the top here there's a panel uh where dororo gets knocked down in like he's inside this vase and he gets knocked down and he gets knocked like through multiple panels i was like that's genius that's so awesome but i don't see like marvel comics or DC Comics really working with stuff like that until much later on. Yeah. I was like that's really neat. Like I, I'm 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 sure he's not the first no, to do stuff like that, yeah. but s- still. it's it just
1: like oh, neat. Less of like cool. a, a mainstream comics thing and more of something you'd see in like a mad magazine cartoon. Like this gets yeah. a little slapsticky and I think it's really well yes. done.
0: Yeah. He uh he he, he was kind of making comics around the same time Disney was first like starting to get big, 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 big. Well, um, well <laughs> they, they they borrow from one another a lot. Yes, he he, he was definitely influenced uh, yeah. by Disney and stuff like that. Yeah. They, it it like. There's certain times where I can totally see, uh, like, Steamboat, <laughs> Steamboat Welly, mm-hmm. like, in, in there, it's a similar yes. style, and it's like, oh, I can see him showing up. Yeah, like if, if he crossed over, it'd be, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> believable. You know? Yeah,
1: they've got the same, like, big hands and feet and, like, rubbery limbs, and I know... Yeah. Like, I remember reading this forever ago, and so I hope it's, like, a fairly accurate thing and not some piece piece of, like, conjecture or whatever. But one of the reasons anime has developed, like, that big-eyed style is it comes from Osama Tezuka using a lot of big eyes. And he used so many of that because he was really influenced by Bambi and, I think, Pinocchio, both of which, you know, by being... You know a big cutesy cartoon animal and like a puppet a guy painted well, they've got big eyes
0: yeah he, i mean he, he, osamu tezuka famously also created astro boy yes which is also kind of like pinocchio in yes. the sense that it's this robot child that you know is basically this he's this real boy mm-hmm. you know um so yeah, it's 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 neat. I'm g- g- glad you got to dive into yeah. one of his books, um, for the first time after hearing mm-hmm. so much about about it. So what did you think? I en- now that you've read some of his stuff,
1: I enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun, really sweet, and this story in particular, I just mm-hmm. loved all of the ghouls. Like I loved the demon aspect of it and how like grotesque it was at the same time as it was this cute adventure story. Yeah. Good.
0: Um let's do a plot synopsis mm-hmm. first. I we probably should have done that <laughs> just a minute ago. Um but let's do that and then I'll weigh in on my general thoughts and then mm-hmm. we can get into spoilery stuff. Um so the the Book is called Dororo. Dur- mm-hmm. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Uh it's D O R O R O. Um and it follows these two characters, one of which is named Dororo, mm-hmm. though he's not the first main character that we meet. Mm-hmm. Um the uh, other one uh Hayakimaru, I believe is yes. how you say his his name. Um he's the one we're introduced to first. Mm-hmm. And he is a boy that is born without his limbs and a whole bunch of other different body parts because his father uh, made a deal with 48 different dead devils. He's like, I will give you, he's like, I'll I'll basically sell you my first born son Mm -hmm. if you let me be a powerful ruler. And... That's that's kind of what happens, and they think he's so like ugly and misshapen that they like Moses, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of send him in this basket to be like, well, you can go do something else with your life now. <laughs> um, and the two kind of grow up, and they end up mating, and they travel around Japan searching for these demons. To, and I, I guess if they defeat one of these demons, d- d- then he gets a body part p- back. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just their kind of adventures on the road. Mm-hmm. D- a- anything else to add? Uh. To that, you think that's n- good for a synopsis?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Hiyaki Maru is sort of on this noble mission to like find, you know. Just find a place where he can be happy, as unique of a person as he is. And Dororo is just, like, a child thief. And Dororo yeah. initially follows him just because he's like, I want that sword you have. And is like, you can't have it. It's part of my arm.
0: He's <laughs> like, uh, who are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's, it's good. They, they, ha- they have a, mm. like, a... It's, it's an interesting kind of chemistry yeah. that they have there where it's at first he's like i'm gonna follow you so that when you're sleeping i can steal your sword Mm uh and then they end up becoming friends uh maybe even brothers i guess you could argue brothers in arms um no pun intended i Mm -hmm. guess (laughs) uh (laughs) um but yeah, it, it's good. I I had a lot, lot of fun. It's uh, it's very the the art is childlike. Yeah. It, it, like we mentioned, it has that Disney influence, but there's kind of a body horror aspect yes. t- to this, uh, which I I was not ex- expecting, uh, and I ended up really liking. Um, I was like, this is really neat because it's not like I. I I feel like I could hand this to a younger kid. Yeah. Cuz it's not like horror, it's not mm-hmm. super bloody, it's not grotesque. T- t- there are a few c- c- curse words. Yeah. And there is uh I I, I, I guess some casual nudity n- n- in it, but yeah. it's never sexualized. It's no. no. just very fast. Um but it's yeah like it's it's one of those things like i expected to, this to be a little bit more childlike and happy go lucky mm-hmm. and we have those moments but then it's like yeah you're hunting down demons and fighting them and <laughs> stuff like that there's there's pirates and there's treasure and all that stuff so it's kind of like a fairy tale you know yeah um but yeah it was good i i enjoyed it it was not what I expected. Mm-hmm. I do have my problems mm-hmm. with it, uh but yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. I I, I liked it. I had a lot of fun mm-hmm. with that. I, I, I guess it's kind of an honorary Halloween. Yeah, uh, <laughs> one. I, I I didn't expect it. Yeah, to be that
1: so f- filled with so many like demons and ghouls and ghosts and d- d- horrors of all kinds. Yes, A uh,
0: mm-hmm. little bit of housekeeping before we get into spoiler territory here. Uh, we don't have much except just uh, a follow on YouTube and Twitch would be fantastic. We are trying to grow both of those channels. Uh, you can find us on YouTube too by searching the Whatnots podcast uh, and our channel will pop up. Uh, and you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv. T- tv slash the whatnots or on the com slash live streams and a follow on both of those would be much appreciated uh and i believe that is it for mm-hmm. now reviews on itunes always yes. help go tell f- f- friends and family and stuff like that one uh last thing i, I guess kind of before we get into spoilers um uh, in the chat uh Jatnamas is shouting out I I, I heard kill demons to get back body parts and I suddenly remembered a recent manga called uh, Uratoru which includes some historical uh, Genpai war aspects uh, but is ultimately alternate history and is gory AF Ah. gory and kind of horny too (laughs) even better (laughs) um yeah so where where do you want to dive into this one what's what's on your mind this week with this
1: i liked the kind of monster of the week format that this story had i like that they keep running into just like some different monster at each turn, a lot of which seem like based on Japanese mythology, whether it's like a deliberate yeah. monster pulled from there, like the fox with nine tails, or just sort of an original creature with just like, you know, that culture like the background that would always be there if you were making something in historical Japan. I thought that was really fun. Just like the parade of weird creatures was my favorite part of yeah. this. I think my favorite one might have been... The giant potato baby that was made out of like 50 other babies <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that 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 one was uh an interesting one I think my favorite one was the one that uh at at the end was just like eat eat yes! all the food eat until, until you can't eat yes! anymore and then they he would like go inside the belly button of the the person and I guess eat all the food that they had eaten and then come back out and was like okay you can eat more because I just ate all the food yes. inside you uh, and I was like this is mm-hmm. amazing <laughs> this
1: is so yeah, funny that reminded me a lot of like the beginning of Spirited Away where her parents eat the food that mm-hmm. isn't theirs and they get turned into pigs that like fairy yeah. like old fairy tale horror and I think that's something that like fairy tales and fairy stories have kind of throughout the world this thing of like Eating, having like a consequence attached to it. Like, you know, Persephone goes down into the underworld and she eats the six pomegranate seeds and she's stuck there six months out of the year. And there's so many. It's you getting all literary. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just so many stories about, like, okay, now you're in the fairy realm. If you eat something, you'll yeah. be stuck here. Or if you eat something, you know, it's like you've taken something from them and then you'll owe them a favor in return. Like, that. It, Beyond all the, like, more traditional horror elements of this story, the monsters, the blood, the murder, that, like, fairy tale horror, I think, hits you in a really, like, primitive, early place, because it's something you're just exposed to when you're, like, a little kid, and you're like, what? I go somewhere, and, like, I can't eat anything? Like, I can't eat a raisin? If I eat a raisin, I'm stuck there? Like...
0: You don't want raisins anyways, <laughs> kid. You want the chocolate chip cookies. Go for those.
1: But just, like, the tiniest thing could have this giant impact, and it hits you in this, like, tiny yeah. child, like, huddled under a blanket place of, like, fun horror.
0: Yeah, it it I, it, it kind of serves as a mm-hmm. lesson, right? It's it's like a, the, what do they call them, the biblical ones p- ah. parables right where it, it's it's this story that's kind of being told to uh to teach some kind of le- 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 le lesson um both you know you know there's biblical examples there's the grim fairy tales that you know have all of these and don't do this <laughs> don't eat that you know don't do too much of this because that's a bad thing uh or be nice you know um and i i think a lot of these kind of had something like that. Like, they had morals to the story. Like, uh, they weren't necessarily always clear, but it was like, okay, this one has to deal with uh, wealth. Like, wealth can be good, wealth can be bad. Here's this person that's exploiting wealth, and that's not a good thing, you know? Um, And... I that was something that I really appreciated out yeah. of this book, um, I and I, I, again I, I guess was one of the things that I was not expecting. Um, I've well the last thing I read from Osamu Tezuka was mm-hmm. his uh book called B- B- Buddha, uh, which is phenomenal. <laughs> uh, it's basically his like read telling of the like the life and times of of buddha but it's in this like much more epic scope it doesn't always follow him there's a whole bunch of different characters and you kind of see it all like shape up and 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 wrap up into one big story and it's fantastic um but that it 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 didn't really have the like smaller stories that it's like here's the lesson that we learned this week in this story in this Mm -hmm. monster of the of the of the week it is more so one big giant story um and i've also read uh, another one from him message to adolf which is a like murder mystery like historical uh like what if thing and it kind of deals with the so-called rumors that Hitler may have had Jewish descent somewhere in his line it can't necessarily be yeah proven you know because unfortunately he ended up killing most of most of them um but it's yeah it's this like murder mystery set within that and like De- 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 dealing with that and it's again just the, this overarching story um and so i i was like i i kind of like these smaller
2: yeah comics,
0: like these smaller stories like here, here's here's the the issue that came out this week or this month you know and you can learn mm-hmm. this story uh here's a new ad- adventure of hayaki Mar- maru and dororo here's what they learned this time.
1: Yeah. And I like the way they were broken up. Like it wasn't like one chapter is one adventure. Like someone would be like two or three. Mm -hmm. And oh, like it kept, like it didn't have like the same pattern every single time. But I think the, the main thing I didn't quite like about this book was just that like, too many times they go to a town and they help the town and they're like, wait a minute, that kid's body is weird. Get out of here, weirdo. He's a
0: demon like too. Like,
1: <laughs> like, three or four times, like, the same way. <laughs> like, okay, I'm getting kind of tired of this. Like, I want their, you know, like, I knew exactly how long the story was be going to be going into it, but I would have liked the, yeah. you know, the illusion of, Oh, this is a town of allies we can come back to if we need it. And they'd meet individual people in various towns that would be very nice to them. Like, um, the, the girl in the big monster costume who doesn't survive, but she is nice to them. But the general populace of each town was like the same, like raving mob from place to place they went to. (laughs) And I would have liked a little bit more variety like maybe you like balance out a very cruel town with like a more nice town and they were all just like the same baseline of we don't trust you weird demon boy
0: (laughs) yeah i mean if if you did meet a weird demon boy i'm assuming you probably wouldn't trust (laughs) him anyways but um yeah no that 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 did kind of happen multiple times and it was this thing of okay this is happening again um, which I I I'm wondering if I would have minded it as much if it happened more, <laughs> like if if we did actually get to see him defeat all 48 of these yeah. demons, and there was like 48 like maybe a little bit shorter yeah. chapters of you know and stuff like that, and it's the same type of thing each time. Um, maybe that could be a gimmick that kind of mm-hmm. worked in in this sense i mean so i as as i was writing it i kind of got the thought that this was more of it it, it's it seems to me like a long form of like the three panel comic that like western comics do in in the sunday papers and stuff like that right which is i guess just a variation on beginning middle and end you know first second and third Mm -hmm. act um but it it's it's a I, I guess he, like his style of co- of comics and his style of storytelling is this very mm-hmm. childlike way of they say one thing and then the next thing ha- happens and it's very like they don't sit and stew on all, all, no. all of this they're they're not metaphorically posturing <laughs> you know in going into all of these. Um, you know what they're thinking and stuff like that it's just look look we should go that way okay mm-hmm. let's go that way they went that way yeah. you know <laughs> um and i i like I, I like it because it helps move the story along faster but that's kind of how i saw each of these kind of daemons it was a little bit longer than that three mm-hmm. panel thing but that's what it set up they got to yep. a new town here's the problem they fixed it and we're kicked yeah. out moved on so it's like you know so i maybe if it was shorter and it happened more often yeah
1: to where it's almost like a or, running gag or something Am I like completely like
0: that. wrong yeah i mean i i i, I c- c- could be wrong and that could just make it a million t- <laughs> times more anno- a- mm-hmm. annoying um but but yeah it was that was one of the things that i was just like okay I I can kind of see what's happening here. If if you had to guess, when do you think this was in his career? Because I don't know off the top
1: of my head. I read about this a little bit, and I do remember reading that while he was working on this comic, like, the chance came up for him to work on another project, and he just developed other things that he was more interested in so that's why this comic just sort of ends with and here's a demon that's made out of all of the other that's... demons you would have had to fight <laughs> like it's...
0: that's kind of what i yeah. feel like this how this story ended up so i i feel like this is maybe more early on in his mm-hmm, career i think so again we could be completely wrong um, yeah it But yeah, like it felt like he was like, oh, I have this idea for this like maybe monthly thing that can Mm -hmm. go on for as long as I need it to. But then it's like, oh, I have this idea for Astro Boy. Maybe I should go work on that. Yeah, and I I
1: remember, and it just was like reading that like the more gruesome aspects of this comic and how those were received pretty well, like allowed him to go do that comic Blackjack about like the surgeon.
0: Okay i've heard of that one i've not read it yet um yeah i mean it that it it, it felt like it was early on Mm -hmm. in his career um not only i guess because of that almost serialized nature um but just plot wise too I, i didn't know like is okay are we actually hunting the demons or are we is the is the book about dororo because that's what the book is called Mm -hmm. but then i felt of the two kind of protagonists we stuck with uh hayaki maru most of the time and he like he was actually the main character and the book (laughs) ends with him too because it's like 50 years later he found all
1: the demons supposedly (laughs) this and that's this is i think the distinction between the two of them Hyakimaru is the more active character. Like, he's the more, Mm -hmm. you know, inciting action. He's the person making us go from place to place. But his actual character, like his personality, his values are more or less the same from beginning to end. Dororo, like, does less to further the plot along, but he's the one I think is that is actually growing more. Like, he's got the stronger character arc from beginning to end. So yeah. there's there's that
0: <laughs> that that is a good point um cuz yeah I I I actually liked Dororo's character yes. a lot um and I I I without them the the big kind of realization yeah. about uh his character I kind of saw like the first t- time when you find out th- that he has the map. Oh, really? On, on his back, yeah. If you notice in that, well, all right. So there's it's the m- moment when he's trying to get Dororo to bathe. Yes. He's like, no, uh, uh, uh-uh, fuck you. I'm not gonna <laughs> take a bath. How dare yeah. you? Yeah. Um. And Hayakimaru kind of drags him into the into the lake or the river mm-hmm. and rips off his shirt and as he's c- kind of falling down the first thing dororo d- d- does is cover up his oh his
1: yeah ch- chest. yeah
0: and i i knew i knew I noticed that i was like huh okay that because because I, I think in that panel they didn't really mention i i don't think the first thing was the the map it, it just has like uh Hayaki Maru has this face of like shock like oh my gosh like I I just saw something I probably shouldn't have <laughs> and then they go on to like oh there's this map on his back and it's it's tattooed <clears throat> on him but not really who knows yeah. um and and but yeah it was that one thing like when I saw the panel I was like huh interesting like ch- ch- choice of Movements, yeah, you know yeah um and and then yeah it comes out that he's not actually a boy he's a girl mm-hmm. um and I, I i i guess we're persisting on using
1: yeah he, yeah him
0: stuff i i feel like that's ac- yeah that's ac- how
1: dororo feels for the
0: key k- k- character yeah um and I, I I like that I like the whole this whole like mystery of finding the treasure and there's a map that's t- tattooed on his back. Uh, shout out to Prison B- B- Break if oh. you've seen that show because <laughs> what... that's basically the exact same. What thing. What
1: it reminded me of is the movie Waterworld. There's a little girl in the movie Waterworld who has a map on her back to like where dry land is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: unfortunately f- only season 1 of prison break B-ber- was good mm-hmm. and after that it went down mm-hmm. downhill b- very fast <laughs> um, but yeah like i i it w- i liked both of the storylines yeah like if if we only followed hayaki maru for this demon hunting like let's go kill these 48 demons mm-hmm. and get my body pa- 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 parts back and then confront my fa- father. ha That would Mm -hmm. have been a fantastic story. Uh, But then I I felt like even though the title of the book was Dororo, that was kind of a wrench in the whole plot that we're introduced to. But I liked it just as much. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted that whole, um, like, we have to sail out to that island and find the treasure. Like, I felt like that could have also been the end of the book. Like. Just final confrontation. Uh, we're here finding the treasure. And it turns out there actually was no treasure. Or, you know, I mean, I guess it's like it's not in the spot you think it is. And then they just come. Excuse me. I have the. um. It, They kind of just drop that plot line after that.
2: Mm hmm.
0: And I was kind of like, well, okay, the treasure wasn't there. Let's go find that. Yeah. What 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 happened with that? Is there treasure? You know, or like, I, I, I don't know. What, what do you think of about that? Which did 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 you like one plot better than the other? Um. How did that? I don't shake I out.
1: I loved all the monsters, but like, I've I've never been an actual action person. So, like, I would just sort of, like, flip real fast through the fight scenes. Like, oh, I know is gonna win, he's gonna get a new limb or something at the end of it. But I'd never, like, you know, glaze over and, like, skim just the scenes of him and Dororo talking to each other.
0: Yeah. Okay. So... Maybe you were more in the middle. I, I think so. Where it's like,
1: like I like the.
0: You c- kind of liked everything that happened, but you were more there for the the moments between the two characters. Yeah, is that
1: yeah? Like I love their interactions okay. with each other, and I love them like running into the monsters and like working together. That makes sense. Like especially all the scenes where Dororo like, "Okay, I'm gonna go do my thief stuff." Like he's just out there to like steal things. And then he runs into, like, important knowledge about the monster. Like, he overhears the right thing. Or he just peeks into the right room and he sees something. And, like, then he has to go back and, like, tell Yakimaru about it. And, like, I like that part of it. I think I could have done with a little bit less sword fighting.
0: <laughs> sure. It For as much as I love Tezuka's art mm-hmm. style, he's not... At least in my opinion he's not the greatest at like clear-cut action but that's also a problem i have in manga like Mm. generally some sometimes they focus too much on these like up close action shots there's all these like directional lines and it's almost like a michael bay fit helm where it's like that just looks like metal in a blender yeah like this just looks like cloth (laughs) moving in multiple directions
1: especially because like there's not a like this is a black and white comic and it's set in a historical period where everybody's wearing very close to the same style of clothing and like there Mm -hmm. aren't Like, some of the bad guys they run into are, like, super cartoony, but the other, like, same-level foes, like, you guys have more or less the same body types. Like, they don't have incredibly distinctive silhouettes, so when it's, like, these two little shapes, like, fighting each other in a big field, it's like, okay, that one's (laughs) you, and there's your arm, and your leg's over there, and...
0: That looks like a sword, (laughs) but I don't know whose sword. Um, Yeah, I... That that makes sense, Mm -hmm. that if if you're not super into action, all those horde fights and stuff like that may not have been a selling point for you.
1: I did like that. I think he knew when to, like, give you a break, and he'd just have this big splash page. It would be, like, a whole page or, like, you know, half the page or whatever that's just, like an establishing scenic shot with just these beautifully detailed like trees or temple grounds or whatever and those were lovely and I think he was very good at illustrating them something that was so outside of his normal like cartoony style of the actual human figures he could also do just a beautiful realistic backdrop and then just let it sit there for a moment and it's like exactly the Mm -hmm. moment you need and then he knows when to move on
0: exactly Mm -hmm it's those splash pages are always very to use one of those like hot button (laughs) words it's very cinematic yeah yes um i think besides disney another major influence is kurosawa um and because kurosawa always or liked to work in black and white with like samurai kind of sword fighter stuff like that, uh, but he he had like this very good appreciation of nature and rural life mm-hmm. and just the everyday farmer and stuff like that. Yeah. He he would show that stuff really well, and I think that was one of the the strong suits with this book. Um, not not only those splash pages, um, but he he often didn't need to use dialogue to tell his Mm -hmm. story um which i i think is always fantastic and i'm an advocate for for if if you can let your art speak let your art Mm -hmm. speak and tell tell the tell the story Uh, you don't need to explain everything that is happening but uh yeah Uh, what else what what uh did, did did you like the comedy? What else is on your mind?
1: Ah, I was going to say, another thing this artistically reminded me of, and I again, I have no idea of the timeline, so I don't know if this was something sure. that inspired Tezuka or that Tezuka went and inspired, but it reminded me a lot of, like, European comics. Like, the kind of goofy shape, like the big-bodied, big-nose, like, growling you know, samurai they'd run into reminded me of, like, Asterix. And, like, the kind mm-hmm. of... Droop, You know, drooped over hats and, like, the big round feet with, like, the little lump on the end reminded me of, like, Smurfs. And just the sort of yeah. expressiveness reminded me of, like, Ten-Ten.
0: Yeah, it's 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 funny because, yeah, I mean, it, it all kind of goes in a big circle yeah. and back and stuff like that. You'll see, um, like, you'll see disney did his thing and obviously tezuka is inspired by that and then you know we get other cartoons based off of that like astro boy and speed racer and stuff like that and then you start to see american cartoons start to look more like that you start to see thundercats Mm -hmm. and he-man and stuff like that and then they kind of split and went their own way where it Anime and manga very much had their own style, mm-hmm. whereas Western cartoons was like Courage the Cowardly Dog and Ed, Ed and <laughs> Eddie and like Foster's Home for Imaginary yeah. F- Friends or uh, like the like Adventure Time yeah. and stuff like that. They have completely different styles, but then now they've also kind of started to go back and forth mm-hmm. with uh, with like. Avatar, The Last Airbender, and stuff yeah, like that. So I think ev- everyone always kind of borrows from everyone yeah. else. It's like, ooh, I like that. I'm gonna take that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's good. It's good. Yeah, this, Smurfs is a good call. I did. I didn't think of that. And Tintin. Yeah, that's a good one. Nice. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And this-
0: I, I I did 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 you ever watch that? Tintin animated movie oh that like CG one. Yes, I really liked that film. Yes, i i I don't I don't think I've met anyone else <laughs> who's like watched it. No, <laughs> except for you. Now I so. don't remember a lot of
1: details about it, but I remember like there's one like there's you know they're moored out on a boat like they their ship is capsized and they're just in this rinky-dink little lifeboat, and Tintin's like so mad at himself because like I think he thinks he did something to cause the shipwreck and captain haddock just turns to him and he says if you being a terrible person is the signal you're putting out that's the only signal anybody is ever going to pick up on 1010 like you just have to (laughs) boost your spirits up and like other people will view you better and your life's gonna go easier and oh it was it was a sweet movie i'd want to watch that one again
0: it's 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 Indiana Jones when he's younger and with a dog yes and that makes it better he's
1: like just a reporter (laughs) and like Tintin's not we're not here to we will have to do an episode about a Tintin so we can actually talk about yeah
0: we'll we'll have to we'll have to find some (laughs) Tintin something to watch or yes or read read the old
1: comics (laughs) but about these heroes we're dealing with here I really loved the twist about Dororo himself because mm-hmm. it's kind of up in the air like the um like it's his father's old friend like his old like war buddy that finds him and is like I know you've got this map on your back that'll show us where your father's treasure yeah. is and like he didn't know your know, Dororo was a girl I guess we will say and right. he thinks his like Dororo's father made him like, wanted a boy, and is like, you're gonna be a boy. But was like, no, no, I'm a boy. I've always been a boy. and I'm a real boy. Yeah, and then <laughs> Yagimaru says, I think maybe your parents raised you as a boy so that you would be tough. And, like, Dororo did have, like, a treacherous upbringing. Like, he went through even bad that. times. Yeah. But we were never going to know, like, exactly why this is. And it's possible, like... When little Dororo, real small, is like, I want to be a boy. And his parents are like, okay, a boy you are then. But Dororo just doesn't remember that's, ever saying that. You know, he might have been like three or something. Your memories don't go back that far. But you kind of have the beginning of a sense of self that early. It's like, we don't know, like, did he choose this and his parents embraced it? Or was this something his parents, yeah. like kind of molded him into is like a practical thing
0: considering his mother was also a badass yeah. ninja warrior she person, was cool yeah i liked her uh i i can see dororo wanting to be well i i like her, but like again, especially in that time, I think that's not a typical role for a woman. Yeah, I mean, we have the whole story of Mulan too. Where it's like <laughs> that's not your place. Like you shouldn't be there. And she's like, "Well, screw that," you know. Mm-hmm. Um And it, like, I, 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 I can see it. I, I can see Dororo admiring those c- qualities mm-hmm. and not really seeing a distinction between being a boy or a girl but then going out in the world and seeing oh the way i've kind of been raised is a little bit different Mm -hmm. i feel like i can be tough anyways but they think only boys can be tough yeah so i'm gonna be a boy
1: and i who knows and the way hiyakimaru treats him at the very end where he's like you know Go, go grow up and become a fantastic lady, whatever, or as part I actually words. didn't like that. I I could kind of see it as this way of saying, like, you don't have to change anything about who you actually are. And... That's true. It was almost... I, I kind of inferred into it that this... But... This is a, a landscape that has been so dangerous and disserving to women, and he's like, Dororo, you have the capability to really set things right and live as bravely and as safely as you have been and be a lady if you want to. Like, you could kind of fix things if you really set your mind to it. But if if it's true
0: that he's basically saying, hey, like, you don't actually have to change who you mm-hmm. are to be liked or respected mm-hmm. or fixed things... That's what Hayakimaru was doing. Like, he's fighting these d- demons to get these body p- 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 parts mm-hmm. back that he wasn't born with, mm-hmm. technically. I mean, I, I guess he was. Uh, who knows exactly when the whole, we're gonna take your limbs uh, yeah, thing Yeah, he's born happens, as, like,
1: but... a lump.
0: <laughs> he's born as a potato. <laughs> yeah, he's the
1: real potato <laughs> um, here.
0: He he's, he's yeah, uh, but I mean that's that's the thing. Like if if Hayaki Maru truly believes that, why go after these demons? <sighs> like why doesn't he just go confront his father right away? I think it's and just be be like, hey, you fucked up, but I'm taking pride in who I am.
1: I think it's also something about like that wasn't supposed to happen. It's not as if these were just natural birth defects it's like oh no a person did a bad thing lots of people you know counting a demon as a person right. did a bad thing and he's got this innate sense of justice and he's like i just set this right like don't go around taking body parts from babies
0: to the tune of don't go chasing waterfalls <laughs> by tlc <laughs> 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 Go taking body parts. Just stick to the swords and the prosthetics
1: you're <laughs> used to. Um,
2: <laughs> anyway,
1: another thing I liked was that um, it was completely random what body part he was getting back. Like it, yeah. It wasn't like they defeat that hunger ghost and then like, oh, I have a you real stomach, stomach now. Like no like it's just i don't i forget what he gets i think he gets another eye or something like there's no like correlation that, yeah. i liked how yeah. that was just kind of random how like you there's a basic formula to every one of these adventures but like you know he's gonna like put the quarter in the gotcha pon machine but you don't know what toy he's gonna get out of it he's like oh i've got an arm this week okay cool <laughs> it's like,
0: Come on, another hand. Come on, another <laughs> hand. Papa needs a new pair of gloves. <laughs> um, yeah, that 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 was neat. I, that, I guess that's one way of looking at it. To flip the script on that, I I kind of wanted since since the stories had such a like, here's the yes. le- lesson you should not learn. We're dealing with poverty. Mm-hmm. Here. We're dealing with vanity here. We're dealing with gluttony here, or deception, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I I kind of wanted there to be more of a c- connection, but I was also fine with it not. You know? Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I also felt like they didn't really... Ad- is that as as he kind of gains these body parts back he's also kind of losing tactical advantage that he used to have he like he has a leg with a gun in it like he has a sword in his arm he has a nose with explosives in it (laughs) but as he starts to lose these body parts they could have also like he he could have also used that against other Mm -hmm. demons and now that he's starting to gain his senses back and his body parts and stuff like that, he's also not used to them. Like he's not used to the way things yeah. look or how fast something looks like when it's moving towards him and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I I was kind of hoping for more of that as well. Um, but uh, I mean, it's 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 not what we got. You're fine. <laughs>
1: Things are happening in, in the back. No, my around. my roommate just opened my door to show me a Halloween wig she bought. She looked really good. <laughs> Quality content. <laughs>
0: um. But, but yeah, like that—that's one thing. I, I I I guess if this had gone on longer, maybe that's something I would have wanted them to ex- explore. Mm-hmm. Like they're fighting a day. Damon and he forgets that he you know he he just got yeah. a new arm back and so he tries to use that as his sword and he's like oh shit that's not a sword anymore uh, <laughs> ah, ah, slap you <laughs> um but yeah I don't know
1: yeah yeah I would have liked to have seen this story really serialized out and you know we don't have to. You know, some of the demons can team up. It doesn't have to be 48 individual chapters. There could be a cluster of, like, five of them. You can compress them a little bit. But I I would kind of like to see the journey continue. And I'd like to see, like, the effect they are having on people. Like, do do they run into somebody who they helped before? I'd love for them to go meet Hiyakimaru's dad again. And, you know, that dad can, like, see how his boys grown up to have real human body parts now yeah and yeah whenever he like he grows a limb back he takes like the prosthetic and he buries it like he memorialized it out in like the forest or something and i'd love to see way in the future like somebody just they're digging somebody for, finding it yeah like they're digging for turnips or whatever and they're like this is an arm where did this arm come from <laughs> is this a turnip <laughs> i can't feed my family with this <laughs> or like a dog buries that like a dog digs it up and there's just a dog walking around with just <laughs> with, an with arm the, with a sword in its mouth
0: yeah. um <laughs> uh, that that would have been nice I, I i i think there was at least an anime movie or a yeah anime that was made based off of this mm-hmm. uh, i didn't really look into it there's some kind of animated version of this uh that i'm interested in watching and seeing what they do with it i think another thing that i feel like maybe c- could have made it b- better uh uh-huh. is if yeah like what you said is that like it didn't have to be one by one you yeah. know goes after these things but have a bunch of them team up and i'm wondering if somehow they could condense the story mm-hmm. to where the treasure is hidden in the village that Daigo or however you say his name uh, is in and that's where the actual treasure is and so it's one of those things like oh well we both have to go there anyways Mm -hmm. Uh, you know let's go there you can get the treasure then go help out the farmers you can like we'll hunt the demons on the way because they didn't even really have to hunt them like the demons were following them and like tormenting them you know so it's just like along the way we can kill as many d- demons as we can get and then we can confront your father so i'm well, like what do you think do you think if they condense this yeah you think it would have been better
1: yeah i think that could be smart or just like cut the number of demons down because like we really see him get like okay he gets two eyes an ear an arm a leg i think and just speaking i don't know precisely what body part that correlates to it seems like that would need more than one body part but he can talk all of a sudden yeah and like maybe like i don't know how many parts you have that somebody could take i don't know if like he's missing a gallbladder or whatever this maybe doesn't need to be 48 you could convince it to like 12. i mean we never
0: saw him poop Maybe he (laughs) doesn't have a bladder at all (laughs) (laughs) Who knows Kind of convenient though
1: What if he's just like Missing nipples And then he's like "Mm, Do I need these (laughs) These He's he's, he's
0: he's like all of, uh, he's, he's the Tin Man and the Scarecrow <laughs> and the Lion all mixed into one big yeah. thing. I I I kind of w- 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 wish that at the end when he confronted his fa- father, na- na- na, that I mentioned that, that his fa- father was like, yeah, nothing actually happened. Like, I'm not the ruler of anything, <laughs> really. Like, I'm just a big fake, you know. <laughs> it's like, oh. Well, uh, I, you, you were just born deformed, and now you've <sighs> been, like, like, you've been possessed by all these spirits that are, like, growing your limbs back yeah. and stuff like
1: that. That sounds like a good, like, nightmare, be- like... Wake up in the middle of the night, like ah, oh, what's real?
0: But well, that. But then it, it's the, the like yeah. Wizard of Oz, like behind the curtain, like yeah. you're actually just like you're not in charge of anything, mm. you know. So, might be neat. Who knows?
2: <laughs>
0: who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't really know if I have much else to say. I I mentioned the comedy earlier. What did you think of that?
1: I liked it. I like. I'm not pulling like any specific jokes off the top of my head right now, but I remember there were a lot of moments that I did laugh out loud in and giggled a little bit. Oh, like it's just it's this fun, more
0: cute. Yeah, than it is funny.
1: Yeah, it's not like super like gag a minute jokey. It's just sort of. Oh, just, like, a little wacky. It's just, like, Dororo just yelling, just yelling insane things, like, crazy insults at Hyakimaru and everybody else.
0: Well, there's, there's stuff like that, and obviously they're in ancient Japan, mm-hmm. but I think they, like, they, they mention, um, there was some, like, more modern technology that they mentioned. Well, it's not like we can call them you know on a, on the phone you know yeah, so they, yeah. they make these kind of self-aware like almost self-aware judge j- jokes or there's the the time when i, I think it's is it dororo's father or hayakimaru no it's someone but they get the note and he's like i i can't read and he's like oh that's okay we can leave that to to the writers <laughs> to actually re- Read. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, I like those
1: little bits. <laughs>
0: um, they're good. I, 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 think he does a lot with wordplay, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, this thing's chock full of footnotes, like explaining all the different, like, uh, um, you just like syllables that mean things in Japan that just do not translate, so they have to just spell it out for you. Like, yeah. I think one of them is, I think. Tazuka like can translate to hand grave, and that's like why Hyakimaru like buries them, his yeah. arm, yeah, which was fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's the, 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 stuff like that. Um, the one that k- k- kind of hit me as I was writing it was the story about that like rat monk, mm-hmm. mas- master Splinter, as I liked to mm-hmm. call call him in 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 my 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 my, my head when he. Yes. Tr- turned out to be bad and i knew he was i was like master splinter no <laughs> um but in in that they there's some there's there's like a footnote about the word sheikah it, like it, it was his name was like sheikah something and it was like monks you know monk something 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 um and th- there was that note about the word monk can also mean monster yeah like in 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 japanese i guess depending on what symbol you use or what you know um but then the word shika uh can either it, it means like for uh or become and the word become could also mean monster yeah. um so he's which, you know
1: his name's father monster monster
0: <laughs> basically um but That stood out to me because, uh, I'm a big video game fan and I play a lot of video games. Uh, the most recent Zelda Mm. game, the Legend of Zelda game, you wake up, um, and there's these four, like, mythical beasts that you have to go, like, defeat, not defeat, but Mm -hmm. they're, they've been possessed or there's something wrong with them and you have to you know go solve the puzzle and defeat them and stuff like that um and then they become good and they they help you defeat they help you defeat ganon um but your like map in the game is called a slate it's like this ah, this yes. ancient stone that is yes. has all this technology in it and stuff like that, and it's what helps it's what helps you locate those monsters. So, you know all the stuff on the map and all that stuff. And so it was like four monsters is what the as the footnote said. That's what the word shika means. I was like, oh, like in Zelda, the four <laughs> mythical beasts that you have to go get. There's four monsters. I was like that's really neat. Hmm. And you. Like, each one you defeat, you get, like, a new power and stuff like that. And so it's like you're kind of becoming these monsters. I don't know. It's a stretch, I guess, mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, But, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's neat. I get it now. I understand. <laughs> I can speak Japanese now. Except not.
1: Uh, oh, <laughs> something. But, oh, this is so silly. Some cultural reference that I got from this. Like, oh, I've heard that. This is what it means. There's, um, there's like a village that lies like right in between. It's that big wall, I think, is that big wall that separates like the okay. two warring countries. Yes. Or like the two warring like states or however it is. They're divided up.
0: After this.
1: <laughs> there's like a wall that separates them. And the wall is named after the city of Panmunjom, I think which separates, or it's right on the border between the two Koreas. And, God, if you don't know what this is, this is gonna, I'm gonna have to spend so much time explaining it. It's one of the things Billy Joel mentions in the song, We Didn't Start the Fire. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: i know the song i know billy Joel, but no i have besides okay. that i okay. would have not known
1: billy jill has a song called we didn't start the fire and he's just it's this fast-paced litany of just major events of the 20th century up until you know the mid-80s or whenever it was he had written these songs the yeah and like, and the yeah and he's ryan just like
0: ryan started the fire <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know it from nothing else. You know it from The Office. Yes. <laughs> but he's just, like, fast-paced, like, saying the names of all these major, you know, events and landmarks and people and things of the 20th century. And Panmunjom is one of those. And I never okay. knew, like, exactly what it was until I read this, which predates the song We Didn't Start the Fire. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that those two things, like, blinked up in my head. Like, okay... I Billy love Joel Pop-Hit and Osamu Tezuka manga. Like, you put them together and I've learned a thing. Yes. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Billy Joel and Osamu Tezuka.
1: You're both pioneers in your field.
0: <laughs> exactly. Learn from the masters, you know? Yeah,
1: the, the two of them. Um.
0: So, yeah, I, I, I was... G- g- going to kind of ask you about that story in particular. yeah, uh, cuz that that I think was one of the stories that definitely was heavy-handed on hey there's a lesson yeah. to, to learn here. Um cuz I I don't think I I I mean I would have but I wouldn't have uh I was it's it's one of those things that's like okay I can see the connection to north and south korea but i don't think i would have necessarily jumped there immediately until they had that footnote um but that was i think that was one of my favorite stories though in in yeah in there um it it was just a weird thing there's this giant wall like what is this is it a rock Climbing wall yeah. and some weird j- 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 joke that he's about to <laughs> make. But there's no, there's skulls everywhere, and all that. I was like, what in the world is this? Yeah, and yeah it's these two towns that have been separated and they're at war and there's a child who like went to go see someone on one side when the war happened and now he can't get back home and all of this yeah. stuff like, this is this is cr- crazy i love this i mean not that it, that i love what is happening <laughs> hooray but, um but yeah it's like this is a really good story like good just story you know yeah um and yeah, I mean, I, I I guess I wasn't going a- a- anywhere in particular with that, uh. But but yeah, I mean, did 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 you have a favorite story? Mm-hmm. Besi- I I know you mentioned your favorite <laughs> monster.
1: Yeah, I love that big potato baby. Oh. Yeah, I I <laughs> Gotta like- love big potato
0: <laughs> ba- 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 babies.
1: <laughs> yeah, I liked that one especially because there was that little bit of gray area at the beginning where they're like oh like a benevolent nun or abbess or whoever they called her like used to run this temple and would take care of all of these orphans and then the temple burned down and then like they go visit like the local magistrate or whoever and they're like oh no like she worked them to the bone she was terrible like the temple burned down is like karmic punishment for her and like this guy seems shady and you presume he's you know lying but you don't no, and like that's the sort of thing like they're not going to go around and ask all the townspeople like maybe at the end of the day like our two heroes don't really know what happened and I like how just how much f- fogginess there can be throughout this story that can happen throughout a lot of like historical stories where it's like well, unless we find the one person who was there to see this happen that can actually give us a first-hand account, like, and we don't, we don't really know. know. There's no information search. Like, there's barely written records. Like, we're just going to have to wonder about this forever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of wild how how all that works. Too bad they didn't have a Sheikah slate that could map <laughs> it all out and all that stuff. Or yeah. Google. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that one was good. And then the... My other kind of favorite, my I, I guess my like next two runner-ups was yeah the one girl who dressed up as the, yeah. the monster and would scare him off. Uh, yeah. I I, th- I thought she was a c- cool character. Yeah. Would have loved to see more of that. Yeah, um, but of c- c- course she died, which was not fun. Uh, mm. And then at the end when the they burn down the village and the like the young slave, he's like you know, he's yeah 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 yelling for his yeah. mom and then it's his mom that could g- go g- or like the spirit of his mom mm-hmm. that goes to warn uh Dororo and Hayakimaru um of the, like, hey you should go yeah. check out this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh that 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 was a good moment. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. Any last kind of comments or things on the actual story or art that you want to discuss?
1: Oh, I think it's just like closing thoughts. Like, I really liked this. Like, I knew this guy must be a legend for a reason, but like reading something from so long ago, I'm like, you know, like just sensibilities about like pacing and storytelling and all kinds of things can just grow old can grow stale like maybe this this is the sort of thing I will like recognize as being good but it, I like I won't feel very engaged with it because it's just way different than what I'm used to in a story yeah. but I really liked it it's really fun I think the storytelling is just like a fun like buddy adventure <laughs> it's got like I love the gruesomeness of it like I love like that intersection between it being cartoony and not bloody but just like Here's this dog. I sliced the dog in half because it's a demon.
0: <laughs> and that's usually not a selling point for pe-
1: pe- people. No, no, but just like the. the like it looks like no, this goofy, kill like. Lopy legged, like yeah. cartoon dog, and he's like, that's a demon. And he slices it straight in half, <laughs> and then it like turns into like smoke and rises towards the sky or something like that. Yeah. That stuff I loved. I love the stuff like with Dororo and his backstory. I feel like what it does is actually, like... Like, it felt very modern, that twist that they give us. Like, I was not expecting that from a story written in, like, the 60s. Yeah. Because most of, like, the stories I would have expected from around that time would be, like... You know, they only let boys be soldiers, so I'll dress up as a boy. Or, oh, no, I'm lost here in this war-torn country. Maybe I will be safer if I disguise myself as a boy. It's never, like, I am a boy, I just am. Like, this was just a different sort of story that, like, is something people are telling today, but I was not expecting from, like, this far in the past, and I thought that was just, like, a really cool, interesting thing to see, and I like what they do with it. I would have liked to have seen more, but I also like the- I mean, this story does just kind of end very abruptly- but I also like, as I said, just how foggy everything is. Like, Sure. Nobody, maybe nobody really remembers what the situation is, but Dororo's a boy. He's just going to keep going out there trying to take swords and steal things from people, and he's going to be happy.
0: So I, I think another one of my favorite moments is he when... Dororo is at someone's house. He's like, "Well, I guess we're just waiting here for an hour or two. <laughs> Time to get to work, you know." Yeah. And he just would just go go take stuff, and yep. he's like, "What are you doing? You can't just. This is someone else's house." He's like, "I'm a thief. Like, That's what do what you expect?" I do. <laughs> um. So yeah it, it, it's it's good it's fun it's a fairly fast read yeah too i think um, most modern vo- volumes of this is it's all one big book i i i think the um, the one i i read was an older version it was kind of divided up into three vo- yeah. vo- vo- volumes um but, but yeah it's 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 a it's a good read I think it's fairly suitable for younger children there's yeah. maybe one or two iffy things but mm-hmm. um, even those aren't in like a bad context
1: no it's just um, like the brutality of war really would probably be the worst thing but if you've got like a weird history that, buff some... kid that knows war stuff, oh this will just be par for the course, There's I some guess.
0: but it's more <laughs> yeah. like this woman like pops a heady out to start <clears throat> breastfeeding hating, you know, and uh, it's yeah. in there for like two panels, and that's it. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah, our main characters are like 11 and 14, like they barely know what girls are. Yeah, don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that's basically what it is. It's like this is life. Move mm-hmm. on. Um. If you had to recommend something else, like, if someone liked this, what else might you recommend to them?
1: I would tell them to go watch Metropolis, the anime movie that... Oh, I think the director is named Rintaro, but a lot of it is from Osama Tezuka material, and it's got okay. that look to it. And it's from, like, the early 2000s, so there is some, like... Wonky looking CGI mixed in with the cell animation. It's from that era of animating sure. <laughs> things, but it's a loose retelling of Fritz Lang's Metropolis, which I know you watched earlier this year with Paul. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, I and, I was one because in my head when you first mentioned it, I like that's the only Metropolis I know is the old like 1920s mm-hmm. sci-fi movie. Um, I guess like 1930s, it was somewhere around there. But, but yeah, so I was like, huh, I know she's talking about an anime, but that's not what I have in my mind. this is, it's
1: also got like the dystopia and like the downtrodden workers and like the robot girl who might be, you know, more than a robot, she might be closer to a real woman, but like it's chock full of robots. Yeah, it's fun. It's been like a, like a favorite robots of mine and my brother's. For... <laughs> I mean, maybe if they're like you know street robots that are like, and here's the traffic line. We'll come back and paint it. You know, R seven P three is going to come back and paint this later. Who knows? But yeah, it's full of robots. It's fun. Weird ending. You'll know it when you get to it, but okay. it's still been like a favorite of mine and my brother's for years. We love Metropolis.
0: I, I will have to check it out then. hmm Anything else?
1: Ah. Oh, just that and Pinocchio were all I was thinking of. That's a
0: good one as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Good call on Pinocchio. Um, yeah, I mean, we've mentioned... Disney. I guess some of his earlier cartoons that—that's like if I were to animate this, I would want it in that style. Yeah, that old like nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties kind of cartoon um, from Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Lone Wolf and Cub. Oh is yes, a manga, I did think about
1: that too. Uh,
0: that I would recommend. It's much more mat- mature than this, but it it, it does. It's not monster of the week, but it's kind of like hit of the week. He's mm-hmm. an assassin. He, you know, it's him and his child, um, and it's it's a very very long manga. I think I've I've read like two thousand pages worth of that manga, and it's only like a third of it. Uh, so it is it is a lot. It is so long, but it 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 does have an overarching plot. But it is it gets there very slowly, and it just each kind of chapter is a new story it's a new vignette or a new assassination or mm-hmm. something that happens there and some of them have morals and le- le- lessons and stuff like that and some is just like here's a sweet samurai fight it is yeah. awesome mm-hmm. um so there is that uh i just had another one oh uh there's an anime called mushishi hmm. that i would recommend as well that's a lot slower a lot quieter and peaceful and it's more about this not really spirit detective uh but like spirit doctor i guess who's kind of traveling the land and will just run into people and their families uh, in work situations or who knows what where there is some kind of spirit or demon that is involved in their life or their story and he exercises it in one way or another. other but it's it's a very beautiful show like it's something you can just like wow this is like it's so peaceful like it's i don't know it's it's hard to describe mm-hmm. but it's fantastic um so i I would recommend that as well. And I think that is it. Mm-hmm. uh, pitches for next yes, week Yes yes let's let's move on to that is is this still gonna be a Halloween one?
1: Yes, this is the last of my awesome. series of Halloween themed pitches. And so Fantastic. first we we did a TV show, we did a comic series. we did a, a podcast. And now these are three movies. I feel like even though horror is something across all mediums like a horror movie is really like where it's at they are the most closely tied together and earlier this year you and i watched young frankenstein and i started thinking that frankenstein was lonely without another classic movie monster to hang out with in our back catalog so pitch number one is bram stoker's dracula
0: nice From
1: 1992, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. This stars uh, Gary Oldman as Dracula. Uh, I think Jonathan Harker is Keanu Reeves. Winona Ryder's in this as one of the ladies. I don't know who all is in this, but I know it's like a big star-studded cast.
0: Keanu Reeves is a vampire in (laughs) Africa because he does not age at all.
1: Yes. And this is the story of Dracula, which, as described by IMDb, is uh, Count Dracula, a 15th century prince, is condemned to live off the blood of the living for eternity. Vampires, you heard of them. Young lawyer Jonathan Harker is sent to Dracula's castle to finalize a land deal, and when the Count sees a photo of Harker's fiancée Mina, the spitting image of his dead wife, he imprisons him and sets off for London to track her down. So yeah, just classic vampire action, gothic, broody, sultry, the whole deal. Yeah, sounds and good. That's
0: pitch number one.
1: Pitch number two is An American Werewolf in London. This is from 1981. This is directed by John Landis. This is renowned for its use of practical special effects makeup and like I've never seen this movie, but I know from like clips of it I've seen on TV or whatever. Like the transformation, the practical transformation from man to wolf, is legendary.
0: I've probably seen. I know I've seen some like Wolfman yeah. movies in the day, um, and those always had fanta- fantastic, like whoa, <laughs> fantastic effects. <gasps>
1: And the synopsis for this is David and Jack, two American college students, are backpacking through Britain when a large wolf attacks them. David survives with a bike with a, uh, David survives with a bite. Not a bike. That'd be weird if the wolf gave him a bike. I mean, a, a bike. bike
0: might help him to outrun the <laughs> werewolf. Maybe he would have survived, you know.
1: Uh, Jack <laughs> is brutally killed. As David heals in the hospital, he's plagued by violent nightmares of his mutilated friend, who warns David that he is becoming a werewolf. When David discovers the horrible truth, he contemplates committing suicide before the next full moon causes him to transform from man to murderous beast. Oh no. So this sounds grim, but I mean, werewolf fun, right? Yes. Horror classic. And so Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman are like the big three of horror monsters. And I'm like, who's going to mm-hmm. represent our fourth player here? And I thought about Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry. Our fourth one's got to be a ghost.
0: Inter- interesting choice. And so the, or at least invisible.
1: <laughs> the most famous ghost I could think of, besides Casper and Patrick Swayze ghost, uh, <laughs> which you know, I which would be a fascinating watch, but I wanted more traditional horror. <laughs> it kind of would
0: have been. I think I would have picked that one if you had if you had mentioned that.
1: I am saving that. Let's
0: go with. Let's go with Casper, just for shits and giggles.
1: <laughs> I mean, Kyle, you. Like, if any of these are too spooky for you, you are allowed to pick Casper. I say this not even as a joke. I feel like Casper is such a weird movie. We could have we could talk about Casper for the entire length of Casper the film. Yeah. <laughs> but the ghost representative I did pick was The Sixth Sense. Okay. From 1999, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Young Cole Sear... Is haunted by a dark secret. He is visited by ghosts. Cole is frightened by visitations from those with unresolved problems who appear from the shadows. He's too afraid to tell anyone about this anguish, except child psychologist Dr. Malcolm Crow. As Crow tries to uncover the truth about Cole's supernatural abilities, the consequences for client and therapist are a jolt that awakens them both to something unexplainable. This movie is renowned for its twist and this. Synopsis just dances around the entire thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Interesting. So we have Bram Stoker's. Is it?
1: Yeah, it is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. I
0: I I can speak good. (laughs) Um, Dracula, werewolf, Mm -hmm. ghost. Ghost. I'll I'll leave it at that because I I obviously cannot speak. Um,
1: I kind of want to do the werewolf one. Oh, nice. This is the most like traditional horror out of the three we picked, Oh, the three I pitched. Because like Dracula is almost like a drama. It's, you know, more like sexy than scary. And Sixth Sense is more of like a tense thriller. This is like,
0: the most get, like gets, horror good yeah get okay.
1: scared folks
0: i um yeah i'm i'm interested in going back in to see the effects that they they had back then and i know my dad was always a big fan of the Wolf Man, and he he had that whole like uh when the wolf wolfbane blooms at night and something something you know he he had that yes. whole thing memorized <laughs> um, and I was like, Dad, you're a dork. Yeah.
1: What a damn thing to do! My older brother has memorized the Jabberwocky, and that like that's what he recites to his kids when they're little babies to like get them to go to sleep. So every t- dad's got something like that, I think.
0: That's a tough one because those aren't actual words.
1: <laughs> maybe that jabber-ish. makes it easier. Who knows? The kid's not going to know if you mess it up. Yeah, you can just you can just make sounds. <laughs> yeah, Lewis Carroll wrote that. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Basically. Basically. Okay, so it's the American Werewolf in London. Yes. Okay. Uh, oddly enough, that also sounds like a romantic comedy. Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is an American Werewolf in Paris, and there's a romance movie called An American in Paris. I, I wish they were just one and the same.
0: <laughs> well... You have your first movie. I did. did, 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 did I did. I get to work. <laughs> All uh, right. So for right yeah. next week. Yes. I, I, I guess that is what we'll do.
1: All right. Cool. This sounds fun. I've again outside of that like fragment of the transformation sequence. I've never seen another part of this film. I don't know what the rest of it is like. Okay. Like, the basic story of Dracula, I know. six Sense I've seen. This one is the least familiar to me. And what's scarier than being in unfamiliar territory? True death. Cool. Yep, yeah. so that. next True week, that. for our, our Halloween scare feature, we're going to be watching An American Werewolf in London, directed by Jonathan Landis. Or just John, it says. I don't know why I had to get formal. I'm not his mother. Uh, this That's is from cool. 1981. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh well yeah I believe that is it then uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode here this here podcast you guys can go give us your life savings over mm-hmm. at patreon.com slash the whatnots uh, and for as little as a dollar uh, you can support all of our shows uh, and get them early among other things Um and I guess that being said, next week we're going to be talking about American Werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. Join us for that. Go watch that. Uh, go do what you have to do. We will be back here next week then. Uh, my name is Kyle Springer.
1: My name is Melissa Wilkinson. Are we doing your social media? Did we do that already? Good call. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Melissa. Uh, where, where can, Not like
0: uh, I, I was like, let's wrap this up and <laughs> no. had a great episode, <laughs> we're good to go. Um, all of the, the things, Sell your souls on all of the social medias and mm-hmm. follow us on all of that stuff. Uh, Melissa, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkieWit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Not like I'm hungry for follows or anything. It's like, oh, I'm used to saying this every week. If I don't say it, what happens?
0: <laughs> They'll never be able to find you ever again. No. be terrible. Um if you guys want to yell at me on the internet, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer on both Twitter and Instagram now. I'm still still slowly starting to build up a Instagram for myself uh because that is a thing that i guess people do on the internet
1: yeah i like it
0: so there you go cool uh and if you want more updates on uh on any of our podcasts you can follow us on twitter at the whatnots uh and i guess that is it for realist this time <laughs> uh so like i have said like 500 t- t- times now my name is kyle springer
1: <laughs> and i'm melissa wilkinson
0: And this has been episode 30 of the Whatnots review show. We will see you guys next week. Adios, guys.
1: Bye.